LW, How to Transform a Mechanistic Interpretability, in 50 Lines of Code or Less, by Stefan, Hex. Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, How to Transform a Mechanistic Interpretability, in 50 Lines of Code or Less, published by Stefan Hex on January 24, 2023 on Less Wrong. Produced as part of the SERI ML Alignment Theory Scholars Program, Winter 2022 Cohort. What if I told you that in just one weekend you can get up to speed doing practical mechanistic interpretability research on transformers? Surprised? Then this is your tutorial. I'll give you a view to how I research transformer circuits in practice, show you the tools you need, and explain my thought process along the way. I focus on the practical side to get started with interventions. For more background see point 2 below. Prerequisites. Understanding the transformer architecture, know what the residual stream is, how attention layers and MLPs work, and how logits and predictions work. For future sections familiarity with multi-head attention is useful. Here's a link to Neil's glossary which provides excellent explanations for most terms I might use. If you're not familiar with transformers you can check out step 2, 6, on Neil's guide or any of the other explanations online. I recommend J. Alamar's The Illustrated Transformer and or Milan Straka's lecture series. Some overview of mechanistic interpretability is helpful. See for example any of Neil's talks, or look at the results in the EOI paper, walkthrough. Basic Python, familiarity with arrays, as in NumPy or PyTorch, for indices, is useful, but explicitly no PyTorch knowledge required. No hardware required, free Google Colab account works fine for this. Here's a notebook with all the code from this tutorial. P.S. Here's a little web page where you can run some of these methods online. No trivial inconveniences. Step 0. Setup. Open a notebook, for example Colab, and install Neil Nanda's Transformer Lens, formerly known as Easy Transformer. Step 1. Getting a model to play with. That's it, now you've got a GPT-2 model to play with. Transformer Lens supports most relevant open-source transformers. Here's how to run the language model. Let's have a look at the internal activations. Transformer Lens can give you a dictionary with almost all internal activations you ever care about, referred to as cache. Here you will find things like the attention pattern blocks.0.attention.hook underscore pattern, the residual stream before and after each layer blocks.1.hook underscore resid underscore pre, and more. You can also access all the weights and parameters of the model in model.named underscore parameters. Here you will find weight matrices and biases of every MLP and attention layer, as well as the embedding and unembedding matrices. I won't focus on these in this guide but they're great to look at. Exercise, what can the unembedding biases unembed.b underscore you tell you about common tokens? Step 2, let's start analyzing a behavior. Let's go and find some induction heads. I'll make up an example, her name was Alex Hart. When Alex, with likely completion Hart. Transformer Lens has a little tool to plot a tokenized prompt, model predictions, and associated legits. I find it is useful to spend a few minutes thinking about which information is needed to solve the task, the model needs to. Realize the last token, Alex, is a repetition of a previous occurrence. The model needs to copy the last name from after the previous Alex occurrence to the last token as prediction. Method 1. Residual Stream Patching. The number one thing I try when I want to reverse engineer a new behavior is to find where in the network the information is traveling. In Transformers, the model keeps track of all information in the residual stream. Attention heads and MLPs read from the residual stream, perform some computation or information moving, and write their outputs back into the residual stream. I think of this stream as having a couple of lanes corresponding to each token position. Over the course of the model, i.e. between the start at layer 0 till the end at the final layer, 
the information has to travel from Alex Hart to the rightmost lane, final token, which predicts the next token. We can view this movement by comparing the residual stream between subtly different prompts that contain slightly different information. Based on the three pieces of information mentioned above, last name, and first and second occurrence of first name, we can come up with three variations, corruptions, of the baseline, clean, prompt. Baseline, her name was Alex Hart. When Alex. Her name was Alex Carroll. When Alex. Her name was Sarah Hart. When Alex. Her name was Alex Hart. When Sarah. Okay so let's say we want to figure out where the transformer stores information related to the last name Hart, and where this information travels. We can compare prompt 1, clean, and 2, corrupt, so any difference in the residual stream between these two examples must be caused by the last name. My introductory explanation. I promise, it's really reasonably easy to do this. Most things in transformer lens are based on hooks. Hooks allow us to open up almost any part of a transformer and manipulate the model activations in any way we want. So let's compare the residual stream between these two runs. Staring at 768 dimensional vectors isn't everyone's cup of tea but there's a simpler way we can patch in the residual stream from the corrupted run, where the last name is Carol, into a run with the original names at the position in question and see if the result changes, or vice versa. Start by saving the activations of the corrupted run into a cache, basically a dictionary. Then we write a patch that overwrites the residual stream with the one we saved. Let's say we patch the residual stream at position 5, this is the token heart, and between layer 6 and 7, post 6. Hash add underscore hook takes two args, where to insert the patch, hash and the function providing the updated activations model dot add underscore hook blocks dot 6 dot hook underscore resid underscore post, patch underscore residual underscore stream. This is how you use hooks, you insert a function at the point specified by the first argument of add underscore hook, in this case just after layer, aka block, 6, 0 indexed, blocks dot 6 dot hook underscore resid underscore post. Now in that function you can do anything with the internal activations at this layer, it's just a big array. What we decide to do here is to overwrite the slice corresponding to position 5 with the alternative residual stream from the cache. The function returns the updated values and the model will just continue its run with this modified residual stream. If we test the model now, we will see that the preferred answer is changed to Carol. So the residual stream at position 5 in layer 6 indeed contained crucial last name information. Keep in mind the relevant token positions for later, POS 5 is the first first name, POS 6 is the last name, and the final token at POS 11 is the second first name. P.S. Anytime you use model.add underscore hook you always need to call model.reset underscore hooks to remove the hooks again. Now, this is a bit of a pain to do manually. So here is how I would do this in my day-to-day -day research. How I do this in practice. This is the same as above, with three main improvements you probably have already thought of. We run a loop over all layers and positions, and show the result as image, for any plotting code see my notebook. We directly use the logit difference between the different answers to measure change rather than manually looking at utils.test underscore prompt. We use the model.run underscore with underscore hooks function to skip manually adding and resetting hooks. Hash clean and corrupt prompts and variables clean underscore prompt equals her name was Alex Hart. Tomorrow at lunchtime Alex corrupt underscore prompt equals her name was Alex Carroll. Tomorrow at lunchtime Alex hash get the list of tokens the model will deal with clean underscore tokens equals model dot to underscore str underscore tokens clean underscore prompt, hash indices of the right and wrong answers, last names, to judge what the model predicts. Underscore, corrupt underscore cash equals model dot run underscore with underscore cash corrupt underscore prompt. Hash list of layers and positions to iterate over. We want to patch before the hash first layer, and after every layer, 
so we cover 13 positions in total layers equals blocks.0. hook underscore resid underscore pre f blocks i hook underscore resid underscore post for i in range model. cfg. n underscore layers n underscore layers equals len layers n underscore pos equals len clean underscore tokens hash indices of the right and wrong predictions to automatically measure performance clean underscore answer underscore index equals model. tokenizer. encode heart zero Corrupt underscore answer underscore index equals model dot tokenizer dot encode carol zero. Hash test the effect of patching at any layer and any position patching underscore effect equals torch dot zeros and underscore layers and underscore pos for L layer in enumerate layers for pos in range and underscore pos forward underscore hooks equals layer partial patch underscore residual underscore stream layer equals layer pos equals pos prediction underscore logits equals model dot run underscore with underscore hooks clean underscore prompt forward underscore hooks equals forward underscore hooks zero minus one patching underscore effect l pos equals prediction underscore logits clean underscore answer underscore index prediction underscore logits corrupt underscore answer underscore index so we see that the last name information heart versus carol jumps from position 5 to 11 mostly around layer 10 but also before and after that layer now we repeat the same exercise for the first and second occurrences of the first name. This plot looks interesting. So apparently the literal first name affects not only position 4, the actual first name token, but in layer 4 the information travels to position 5. So the model stores the information about the first name at the position of the last name token. Around layers 5 and 6 the information seems to travel to the final token then. After layer 7, the first name patches anywhere left of position 11 does no longer matter. By this point the model has already figured out what it needs to do in the end, copy the last name, and doesn't care about the rest. A good intuition to keep in mind, information in this image can only travel rightward, since the model may only access earlier tokens, and downward, since all outputs accumulate in the residual stream layer for layer. This is a useful intuition to keep in mind when guessing how a transformer does a thing. You might have noticed the patching color switch to white, light blue rather than red, this is because patching a mismatched first name doesn't flip the prediction but just leaves the model without ways to deduce the last name, thus not preferring either. Okay this one looks trivial, and in hindsight this is intuitive. We said information can only travel rightward, so patching at POS 11 cannot affect anything other than the rightmost column. A second intuition is that patching the residual stream at all positions is just like running the corrupt prompt, there is no way for the model to distinguish this the residual stream is the only source of information. So in this case patching POS 11 at any layer just gives you the result of the corrupted run, thus always the same legit difference. In the first two plots we saw that the behavior is kind of smeared over multiple layers, and this is typical if your model is much larger than needed for a task. I guess that, in addition to the bare minimum algorithm, the model adds an ensemble of slight variations of this algorithm to do better in various situations. Or it is because of training with dropouts. Anyway, to make our life simpler let's continue with a simpler two-layer attention only, no MLPs, model. It can just about do this task, and here are the equivalent patching plots. The situation is much clearer in the two-layer model, which is still really good at this task. The first name information, upper plot, moves to POS 5 in layer 0, and then moves to POS 11 in layer 1. The last name information, lower plot, moves from POS 5 to POS 11 in layer 1. Interlude, overview of attention head hooks. Here's a brief overview of the internal activations we can access in the attention module with transformer, lens. Blocks.0.attention.hook underscore Q as well as K and V, the Q, K, and V vectors of each attention head in a block, layer, block zero here. Dimensions are, batch, position, head, 
d underscore head. So for example blocks.0.attention.hook dot zero dot attention dot hook underscore k zero five three smile gives us the k vector of the fourth attention head index three zero indexed for the first item of a batch. If you are not using batches, like in this tutorial, the batch index is just always zero for the sixth token index five. For example, let's calculate the score attending from query heart two key. Alex for head one in layer zero colon k equals cash blocks dot zero dot attention dot hook underscore k zero four one q equals cash blocks dot zero dot attention dot hook underscore q zero five one k at q math dot sqrt model dot cfg dot d underscore head blocks dot zero dot attention dot hook underscore attention underscore scores batch head dst src gives you the attention scores for a head. The last two dimensions are the query position, DST, and key position, SRC. We attend from DST to SRC. This is the same number we calculated above cache blocks.0.attention.hook underscore attention underscore score 0, 1, 5, 4. Blocks.0.attention.hook underscore pattern batch, head, DST, SRC, is the final attention pattern, which is just the softmax of the previous values, applied to the last dimension. Blocks.0.attention.hook underscore z batch, position, head, d underscore head, is the z vector, i.e. the sum of v vectors of all previous tokens weighted by the attention pattern. We can also reproduce this from the previous value s weighting equals cash blocks.0.attention.hook underscore pattern 0, 1, 5, v equals cash blocks.0.attention.hook underscore v 0, 1, weighting at v equals equals cash blocks.0.attention.hook underscore z 0, 5, 1, smile. Blocks.0.hook underscore attention underscore out batch, position, d underscore embed, contains the attention layer output, this is every head's output matrix w underscore o applied to every head z vector, and then summed. You might notice we're missing that intermediate step which would give you the, very useful, residual stream output of every individual head, usually this is skipped for performance reasons but we can enable it with model.cfg.use underscore attention underscore result equals true to get. Blocks.0.attention.hook underscore result batch, position, head, d underscore embed, which gives you the output that each head writes into the residual stream at each position. This is what we need for my second favorite patching method. Method 2, attention head patching. In method 1, residual stream patching we saw that the model is doing something in layer 1 that makes the information move to position 11. There might be quite a few heads per layer, so can we look at specifically which of the heads is doing this? before we look at particular attention patterns? Yes, of course we can. We compare the residual stream outputs of every head using blocks.0.attention.hook underscore result, and observe which of these have an effect on the model's performance, pretty similar setup to above, showing the new parts here, full code and notebook. Patching underscore effect equals torch.0s and underscore layers, and underscore heads, for layer and range and underscore layers, for head and range and underscore heads, forward underscore hooks equals, f blocks layer attention dot hook underscore result, partial patch underscore head underscore result, layer equals layer, head equals head, prediction underscore logits equals model dot run underscore with underscore hooks clean underscore prompt, forward underscore hooks equals forward underscore hooks zero, minus one, patching underscore effect layer, head equals prediction underscore logits clean underscore answer underscore index, prediction underscore logits corrupt underscore answer underscore index. So it appears that head 1.6, it is common to denote attention heads in the layer.head format, is very important, and to a lesser extent heads 0.1, 0.2, and 1.1. 1 
you could do and look at these heads attention patterns, but personally I prefer to add an extra step first that will help us understand what the heads do. Bonus, attention head patching by position. In patch underscore head underscore result we patch each attention head's output at all positions, but we could just look at the result for each position separately to see where each head is relevant. It's really just the same as above with an extra for loop. Patching underscore effect equals torch dot zeros and underscore layers and underscore heads, and underscore pos, for layer and range and underscore layers, for head and range and underscore heads, for pos and range and underscore pos, forward underscore hooks equals, f blocks layer attention dot hook underscore result, partial patch underscore head underscore result, layer equals layer, head equals head, pos equals pos, prediction underscore logits equals model dot run underscore with underscore hooks clean underscore prompt, forward underscore hooks equals forward underscore hooks zero, minus one, patching underscore effect and underscore head slayer plus head, pos equals, prediction underscore logits clean underscore answer underscore index, prediction underscore logits corrupt underscore answer underscore index. This is a three-dimensional data set so let me combine layers and heads into a layer.head y-axis, and have token positions on the x-axis again, plotting code in notebook. Look, isn't this awesome? We can exactly pinpoint where which part of the model is doing what. So heads 1.1 and mostly 1.6 are responsible for writing the last name into POS 11, i.e. the prediction position, head 0.2 writes first name information into POS 5, last name, and heads 0.1 and 1.6 write something into POS 11 that breaks if we change either occurrence of the first name. Interlude, guessing the answers. I find it instructive to try and think like a transformer, think how you could possibly solve this task. What information do you need and what's the shortest path to the answer? So we have a sentence Alex, POS 4, heart, POS 5. Alex, POS 11, and the output at POS 11 should predict the next token. It's fundamentally impossible to solve this in a single layer. All you have at the last position is the first name Alex, and there is no way to get to, read attend to, the last name without additional information, which would need another layer. Every step of serial computation basically requires a layer. So let's think about doing this in two layers. There are two things that need to happen. You need to somehow connect Alex and Hart. How do we know that Hart is Alex's last name? Because they're next to each other. So one step must use this fact and create that connection. Thinking like a transformer, information can only travel rightwards. We need to write Alex vibes into the heart token position, not overwrite, just write into some subspace of the residual stream at this position. This needs to happen here, layer zero, position heart, and you could either write the token or positional embedding. Let me call this Alex vibes or pos4 vibes, here. We tend to call such a head a previous token head. Next you need to connect the second Alex occurrence to this. The key bit of information that we need to use is the token being the same. I can think of two ways to do this. The first option works simply in layer 1, have a head that looks for current token vibes and copies the value from there. I.e. at the last position the head would look for, and find, Alex vibes in the heart token position, and just copy the heart token. Done. Thinking of a second option, is there any way a head knows it can look for POS4 vibes to find the answer? Yes. You can have a layer 0 head that looks for duplicates of the current token, and copies their position. So such a duplicate token head in layer 0 at POS 11 notices Alex occurred previously at POS 4 and writes hey this is like POS 4 into the residual stream at POS 11. Then a layer 1 head can read hey this is like POS 4 and look for POS 4 vibes, finding those at the heart token position, as written by the previous token head, and copy the heart token. Done again. P.S. When thinking like transformers I tend to keep a picture in my mind of what information is stored at which position. Callum McDougall made an amazing graphic that matches pretty well with my intuition, check it out. 
Let's make some guesses which heads are these, based on the patching plots. The previous token head must write into POS5 and its output changes only if we patch from a prompt where the first first name is different, middle picture, only 0.2 matches this. The duplicate token head must write into POS11 and its output would change if the first and second first name are not identical, middle and right picture, 0.1 matches this. The final head, in both hypotheses, would break, no useful output, i.e. a prox 0 logit diff, white, when the first names don't match, and actively suggest the wrong name, negative logit diff, red, if we patch from the different last name run 1.6 matches this well. Method 3, looking at attention patterns. So to actually check what the heads do, or at least where they attend to, we can look at the attention patterns cache blocks.0.attention.hook underscore pattern, for every head. There's actually a neat tool that gives us an interactive view of the patterns for every head and every combination of positions, circuits vis. it's really easy to use. Our layer 0 heads, 0.1 and 0.2, look, as expected, like duplicate token head and previous token head. For layer 1, change key to blocks.1, we see 1.6 attending to the last name position as expected. I can't recognize what 1.1 is doing. Conclusion. I think we can be pretty certain that we have a simple induction circuit, sometimes called induction head, consisting of the previous token head, PTH, 0.2 and copying head 1.6. There probably is a second variant based on the duplicate token, DTH, head 0.1 rather than the PTH although I would like to confirm this by running patching experiments with the positional embedding to be sure. Another experiment to check these hypotheses is computing composition scores between the different heads, and checking whether 0.2K composes with 1.6, and 0.1Q composes with 1.6. But this will have to wait until the next post. P.S. I keep a dock with common transformer lens gotchas I fell for in the past, mostly featuring the tokenizer, hooks, and the tokenizer. What now? Read more about transformer mech int? See Neil's overview here. Get started by trying these methods on a different example, or pick one of Neil's list of concrete open problems, these are a bit harder. Sign up for the next alignment jam hackathon. Find collaborators and start a project on AI safety ideas. New to AI alignment? Check out this intro course, 101, 201. Feedback, I would love to hear all feedback on this post. To what degree you found this tutorial useful, where you got stuck, suggested improvements, and anything else. Note the space in the answer token, heart. We transform a prompt into a sequence of tokens, and those don't necessarily align with words. For example Ethernet splits into tokens, Ether, and, Net. Most simple words are single tokens, but do include a leading space, such as, heart. This makes sense as it allows the model to encode a 10-word sentence in 10 tokens rather than 10-word tokens plus 9 spaces, but frequently annoys mechanistic interpretability researchers. There are also methods not based on patching such as direct logit attribution or ablation. I won't cover them, yet, and note that I rarely use, zero or mean, ablation methods which can mess up your model and produce weird results. When doing this try to make sure the replacement words are the same number of tokens, otherwise you have to carefully line everything up. Check with model.str underscore to underscore tokens, see below. For a list of all possible things you can patch, hook points, look at the keys of the cache dict. Note that activations, pos, smile equals directly edits the activations and the return is not strictly necessary, but I tend to leave it there since it is necessary in cases like activations equals. Note that measuring the logit difference between heart and carol is somewhat unprincipled since carol might not be involved at all. In practice we usually consider all symmetrical combinations. Other sensible and common choices are probability or log prob of the right answer, 
or discrete measures such as top K success rate if testing on a batch of examples. D underscore embed and D underscore head are the embedding dimensions used in the residual stream and the attention heads, respectively. The latter is significantly smaller, for example 64 compared to 768 dimensions, GPT-2 small. There is an annoying ambiguity in naming. We tend to say the model attends from a later token to an earlier one, but it moves information to a later token from an earlier one. People frequently use the later framing calling the earlier token the source, SRC, of information moved to the later token equals destination, DST. To be safe you can always refer to the later token, DST, as query side and earlier one as key side. And if you notice your attention scores are minus 100,000 then you probably mixed up the indices smile. You could also use hook underscore attention underscore out here, but I want to use attention dot hook underscore result later anyway. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.